Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. Thanks for joining me on this fourth day of December, eighth day of our Advent journey together here on the podcast, and we begin the second week of Advent as we are looking forward to the arrival of the Lord Jesus. There's a lot of scripture readings that apply to this season, a season of waiting, a season of sitting in the dark in hope of the light that is to come, that the light is on the horizon in, in, the, in a way that we, in the same way that we sit through the dark at night, knowing that the sun is going to come up in the morning and that light will then dispel the darkness. Every morning when the sun comes up, we're reminded that really all the darkness is, is the place the light has yet to penetrate. It isn't a thing within itself. It isn't as if there's this darkness generator that creates this thing that has shoved out the light. Truly, it's just the spot the light isn't shining. And so in this season of Advent, as we head into this second week, I want you to think in terms of the light that is to come in Christ. And we're thinking of it in terms of, yes, the, 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 the coming of Christ, but we're thinking of it in terms of their anticipation of the arrival of Jesus within the context of that day. And then I want you to go even deeper and think of it in the arrival of Jesus in the context of your day. Where are you in waiting right now? A couple of days ago, we talked about from Malachi 3, why God makes us wait, and we didn't have an answer, and I still don't. But I do know that we have this this season, this theme of waiting, preparation, light in the darkness, the coming of the promised Messiah. It gives us a chance to reflect and to take our time and slowly approach this season of arrival in Jesus. Watching as the darkness dispels gives way to the light. I want to take you today, our reading for today is from the 43rd Psalm. And I want to start in verse 3. It's only five verses long, so this is just 3, 4, and 5. It constitutes about 60% of the volume of the 43rd Psalm. And when I do this, I I hope you'll read these on your own. And when you get to moments like this, you'll realize you could add a couple of verses and you've covered the entire chapter. But for purposes of Advent, I want to look at this 43rd Psalm, which is a prayer to God in times of our trouble. And we all have times of trouble. And knowing that we have times of trouble, we need prayers in the midst of them. And you've heard me say before, sometimes it's good to examine prayer books or to look at the book of Psalms as prayers because they're the written record of people who've gone before us who have faced similar things, not the exact same thing, but have faced similar circumstances and similar issues. And they've had these prayers and these moments in times of waiting. Listen to Psalm 43, verses 3, 4, and 5. Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And on the harp, I will praise you, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, 
the help of my countenance and my God. I want you to notice the request at the top. The, the prayer to send your light and your truth and let them lead me to your holy hill. And for us, the holy hill looks very much like the cross. But this prayer is asking God to send light, which means he's in darkness. I'm in the place of darkness. Send your light and let that lead me to that place of your tabernacle. And this is what we're all asking in Advent season. Lord, step into the dark as we head towards winter solstice here in this hemisphere. That longest day of the year, I'm, the, the shortest day of the year where there's the longest night of the year. That's the way to say that. The most darkness that we get. And it's fitting that we're in this season of most darkness waiting for the arrival of the light and that all of our prayers would be, send your light, send your truth. When that happens, I will go to the altar. I will make God my joy. I will praise you. And as we've said to you in other studies, the place of the construction of the altar in the Old Testament was a place where someone was, in, in effect, putting their agreement with something. This happened to me here. I memorialize it through this altar, kind of like a statue, and I say, this is a moment where things changed, and we build our altar around those moments where things change. And so for the for this prayer in Psalms, it's, I'll make my altar at the place where the sun comes up in my life. And then we all have to do this once in a while. We have the information, we know the right answer, and yet we still have to question our own emotional response to that. Listen to verse 5 again. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? It's not someone else asking the psalmist this question. It's the psalmist asking himself this question because in light of the fact that the sun has risen on my darkness, why am I still down? Why am I still disquieted? And sometimes our emotions do not meet what we know is true about the moment. And so we have to own them. Why do I feel this way? And his response is, I'm going to have to hope in God. I'm going to have to yet praise him. He's the help of my countenance. Uh, he's the help of my countenance and my God. And, and, and actually, that phrase help is literally in the, in the Hebrew, the salvation of my countenance. So I don't yet see it manifest, but my hope is in the right spot and my emotions and my countenance are going to reflect it. More as we wait in this darkness for the arrival of light, we'll do that tomorrow on the next day of Advent. We'll see you then. God bless.